Hi personal developers, welcome to my YouTube channel. If this is your first time here, hello, welcome. If this is not your first time here, well, welcome back and thank you for being here. You don't know how much I appreciate you. If you haven't subscribed yet, so do it. <laughs> what are you waiting for? Uh, and activate the notifications so you don't miss a thing, okay? This is very important. Today I am here to share with you the first part of a conversation I had with my friend Cecilia. She is going to talk to us about how is it to live in Ghana and work as a volunteer. And being caught up in the middle of a pandemic, I mean, I know. She's gonna tell us all about it, okay? I'm gonna shut up, this is getting too long and my arm is is hurting right now. I can't take it. Enjoy the conversation and let me know in the comments if you need to tell me something. Okay, everyone. So as you got from the intro, I have my good friend Cecilia, silly for best friends here. Um, and I brought her in because I think that her story is very, I don't know, unique special and I think it's very inspiring to know of someone that you know decides to go to a different country like with a total different culture and say okay you know what let me let me give it a try let me volunteer so I just think it's lovely for you to know a little bit more about Silly uh, she is a young woman who has lived in the UK she has lived in Portugal actually with me um, and then recent, in the most recent years, she has moved to Ghana and uh, that's why we're here. She's very passionate about personal development, yoga, meditation, and that's also another reason why she's here as well, because that's what this channel is all about, basically. Um, and yeah, she's actually um, doing her teacher's training right now to, to teach yoga, isn't that right? Yeah? Okay, so yeah, welcome Silly to the channel. Uh, is there something that I missed and that I should tell people about you? So thank you, thank you for the introduction. It was, it was great to hear all these things about myself from someone else. Thank you. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we know each other for a long time. Yeah. It's good that you uh, know all this about me. And um, I think you said majority of the things, but I would add some details. So when I moved to Portugal, uh, I was 20 years old and I went there for two months. Mm -hmm. And then I just stayed there for three <laughs> years. It was a very a random decision, to be honest. Yeah. But yeah. I feel like since I was young, I always thought that I would travel and live in other countries. Mm -hmm. So I think uh, it was surprising, but not that and much. For that starters, I would love to know, like, how did you end up in Ghana? Like, what happened? So yes, after Portugal, I moved to the UK. And that's where I realized that I was really interested in self-development. I feel like before, as you said, we didn't know anything about the world. We had really much fun times, but I feel like I really didn't know who I was and I, the places I worked at and the things I'd done, it wasn't really from my core. So when I started to do self-development, I did some coaching programs, I, I started to understand that this calling of mine of coming to Africa and volunteer was very strong, much stronger than I thought. So after four years, I decided to leave, give up my flat 
and uh, I looked for a volunteering program here in Ghana. Mm -hmm. To be honest, first, uh, I was supposed to go to Tanzania or Ethiopia. That was the, those were the countries first uh, in my head. But for a very random reason, I found this place and I just felt like this is the place that's calling me. Mm -hmm. So within a week, I was already arranged and I, it was sure that I would come. And I can say it was the best decision of my life. I've been here for more than a year now, uh, exactly 13 months. Wow. I wasn't supposed to stay, stay this long, but because of the coronavirus, I had to stay, but I'm not regretting. It's yeah, amazing. I mean, it's a pattern in your life. You just stay longer than you should. <laughs> I know, it's true. Always. It's just, somehow Always. it happens in your life that you just stay longer. Um, it would be weird even if I would go when I say I'm going. Right, exactly. Yeah. And like, you know, you know what I love? We're missing a part of the story here, which is this part where you have an idea and you think you want to do it. But then you have some, you know, you're second guessing. Do you remember the time I was going, uh, I was visiting you in London? That crazy weekend? Yeah. I was there for two days, I think. It was crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To see yeah. Tammy Impala. Woo! Uh, when we, we got to, to, have, to go to concerts. I'm so glad I went to the UK, actually, mm -hmm. to, to see Tammy Impala. But that's not <laughs> topic, sorry. Um, mm -hmm. And I remember that you were actually reluctant to go. That you were like, yeah. I don't know if I should do this. And it was me, it was another, it was the friend that went with me and then two more people. And we were all like, just do it. Like you are a young person. Like what are you, what's the problem? That's something that you want to do. Do you want to talk about this a little bit, this, this self-doubt of doing something that you really want to do, which you're scared of? Yeah, I realized that doing something that you really want to do is much scarier than something you don't really care about. Because I feel like, the cell that mainly came from the fear of maybe I come here and I realize I'm not even good at something I want so much. Mm -hmm. And I think that fear was very big. And also, yeah. it's obviously a very big uh, jumping out of my comfort zone. Because I've traveled a lot, but traveling to Portugal or to London is not the same as coming to Ghana. Yeah. Uh, so I think I'm not, I wasn't scared of the traveling part. It was mainly the fact that if I come here and will, I will do the work I've been wanting to do since I'm 14 and what if I come here and I realize that I'm not good at it or the students doesn't like me or 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 it's just not going how I want it and I have to go back and be like okay so I have to go back to my previous life because my dreams are actually not for me so I think that was a major fear in it yeah but I was... when I actually yeah 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 keep going keep going no, I was just saying, like, when I was actually arriving here, I was already in the airport and I felt that it is the right thing to do. But I had to deal with a lot of fears coming up. That's, that's true. Yeah, because there is this barrier and you have to actually just jump to be able to see what's on the other side. Because it looks, it's very scary. And I once had a conversation with Ivana, um, who is also featuring in this channel. Um, we were talking about fear. And we were discussing that sometimes we can be scared of something good also. Like, what if it goes wrong is an actual fear. But what if it's good, it's also fear. Like, because your life was going to change, like, 
you knew that this experience was going to, to change you. And yeah. I think it took a lot of courage to say, okay, I am going to do this. This is going to change me forever because either you are going to love it and embrace your dream and live it forever, which is freaking scary, uh, or either you're going to hate it and actually have to give up on what you thought was your dream. So it was very brave of you to, Thank you know, you. to actually do it. Yeah, I think, I think the, the major fear is like, as you said, I'm changing. I'm, every minute I'm here, I'm changing. I'm never going to be the same person who I was before I came here. So it also means that when I go back, I cannot go back to my comfortable zone. Like I'm expanding, so I have to do something more, something bigger. So like I know like I'm out of my comfort zone. After this, everything will roll. So I think that's a scary feeling as well because we're so used to doing nothing or like doing something yeah. we don't really love. That's yeah. not our deepest desire. So I think, yeah, it's coming from that. Yeah, I do remember the moment when I was like, Man, this is my life forever. I will be evolving and doing new stuff because we always have to work on stuff, right? And we always have to evolve. And once you start doing this personal development work, it's just like, okay, so this is my life forever because you want to evolve, you want to learn and it's freaking uncomfortable and you need courage to do it. And yeah, yeah I'm glad you touched, you touched that spot because I'm sure that someone may be watching this video right now and thinking, you know, I want to do something. But then I think it's good to know that we are not that different. Like you are not different from everybody. You are not made of something different from people, from other people. Like you are you obviously, but like you were this scared girl that had an idea and wasn't sure if it was going to work. And people may be scared as F right now, but I, I'm hoping that this helps them. Like, okay, so that scary girl, <laughs> scary girl, scared girl, what the hell am I saying? That scared girl actually went to Ghana and fulfilled her dream. So maybe I can do it as well. It took a while because I really had this uh, idea or feeling to do it since I was a little girl, I remember. Mm -hmm. And I'm 28 now, so I was 27 when I actually realized it. And I really believe that the self-development work helped me to get to the point that I was like confident enough and believing in myself enough to even try. Because yeah. I think once you're not there, even the trying part, you just wouldn't do it. Yeah. So I think I suggest everyone, if they have any dream they want to realize, they should work on themselves if it's not coming easily. Because yeah. that's what really helped me. Yeah, yeah. If you just basically to be able to work on their self-confidence because of course you may have a dream and think about it and want to do it but if you don't believe you can achieve it uh, nothing is going to happen and then if you work on yourself and you work on your self-confidence you still feel scared but you're going to start thinking that you know what maybe i got this maybe i got this you start seeing the light at the end of the tunnel um yeah and i totally see what you're saying uh if we didn't start working on ourselves we wouldn't be recording this at all yeah right that would happen yeah that wouldn't happen like at all you guys trust me this wouldn't happen 
but yet we worked on ourselves and uh, as our mission, we tried to just, you know, show people how normal we are and how we just challenge ourselves and do stuff that really people think that it's like, whoa, really? That's extraordinary. And it is as simple, simple, <laughs> not so simple, but it is as simple as working on yourself and, uh, and going after it, even though you are in fear. So I want to talk more about Ghana because I want you to, if you had to describe Ghana in two sentences, like, what would you say? Because I don't know Ghana, uh, people don't know Ghana, like, how is it? Two sentences are not enough. It's vibrant, it's, it's amazing, it's different, it's, it's lively, everyone is smiling, like, people have a different energy here. I love it. Um, I think uh, what I experienced in African people, for example, in Portugal, you know, like mm -hmm. the happiness, the love, here is even more, like everyone on the street, everyone mm -hmm. is friendly with you, everyone is nice to you, but not just with me because I'm a foreigner, like even with each other, they are very polite, it's, it's, it's lovely. I, I love it. And actually where I am right now is a very rural area in, mm -hmm. Western, in the Western region of Ghana. Uh, it's a school here on the hill, like I can literally see the ocean there. So it's a beautiful spot. And we are uh, between two rural villages where the students are coming from to the school. Uh, so where I am now, like I'm surrounded with like seven people <laughs> who are also teachers or workers of the school. And yeah. then the local villages, if I want to go there. So it's very isolated as well. I'm not even in the city. Like, seriously, there's one thing, crazy thing. Like, I am a city girl, but I really don't care about cities. I knew you as a city girl, like, for real. You actually told me once I that know. you would never live in Tenerife. And, like, yeah, we I have know, people know. around. <laughs> and it's like, and you went from London, I'm not even talking about Lisbon, which is like, Kind of, but you went from London and then you landed in Ghana. Like, three points, yes. Me meaning, Cape three points. That's a yeah. huge difference from your it, normal. How was, how was your first reaction? It's crazy. I don't even know. Like, I, I would never think that I would even enjoy to be here ever, you know? This is like very far from a city, even far from a village. It's like, it's just us. The school is uh, built by an American guy. So the founder is American. So we have many things that are quite like maybe different from the local things, mm -hmm. like building wise or the things how we manage and organize things, like some issues in the yard. But other than that, it's very different from my normal. And I think, I don't know. I feel like I can just adapt to anything. With this experience, I can surely and firmly say that I can adapt to anything, you know? <laughs> I, I know. I know. I know for sure. I don't know if the audience like, can, but I know. Um, <laughs> and, but like, I really want you just to go back to your first day in Ghana and just yeah. what was on your mind? You know, when I first arrived to Accra, uh, I was a bit scared, to be honest, because of the bad stereotype I heard of Africa. I'm going to be honest. Like, 
my idea was much worse than what actually is. Like, I thought it would be much more scary or like dangerous. You know, I've been to Colombia and Brazil. I've been to Brazil with you. Yeah. <laughs> and I feel like Africa is much more chilled and, and safe than Latin America. But I expected the opposite. Mm-hmm. I feel much safer here. But because of like, everything is so different, you know, when you come to a new country, you have this feeling of like, wow. But I came to a new continent and I was like, wow. And I was alone. And mm-hmm. I've traveled alone. But again, coming here was different. So I was a bit like, hmm, what's going to happen? But after like the second day, after the first kind of like culture shock, I was like very happy that I'm here. Yeah. And what happened? And to be honest, sorry? Yeah, yeah, just keep going. I'll, I'll ask after. The place where I'm living right now is in nature. We don't have nothing around, only trees, ocean, the beach. So I think it's something I craved after London. I remember the last year when I was in London, every day I spent hours in a park. So I think it was also something that I kind of attest to myself to be in nature this way. Yeah. 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 I was about to ask you, like, what was the most shocking thing about Ghana? You were talking about cultural shocks. Is that something that shocked you? I think I just felt very sad about some people, like the Poverty, you can see, or like, I feel like everyone's hustling here. That was my first impression. Like, when I was on the street, people, you know, like, they carry uh, stuff on their head and they're selling it. And I just felt like everyone is hustling. I cannot explain better. Now mm-hmm. I'm so used to it. I don't even, like, notice it that much. But my yeah. first thing was, like, in Europe, like, we are much more comfortable than people here in a way, you know? Yeah. I'm sure there is, a, like, there is a class of people here that are also comfortable, but the average people, I feel like their life is much harder in mm-hmm. many different aspects. So I felt a bit like, mm, you know? Yeah, because it's I something that you, it's something that you kind of know of, but actually seeing it, it's totally yeah. different. I had a similar experience in India. Yeah. So when I traveled to India, I was open to everything. You know, I knew about the trash um, in Delhi. I knew about the pollution. I knew about the kids uh, begging on the street. I knew about all of that, but the moment I was in a taxi on my way to Rishikesh and I got to actually see it, like, thank God I was exhausted <laughs> of traveling so much. I traveled for today. Thank God I was exhausted because the shock, because it's something that like hits you in the heart, right? It's like yeah, something yeah. punches you all of a sudden because it is really painful to see Mm. and you see and I remember seeing a lot of kids yeah that their look the look they have in their faces is not like a kid should look you know what I mean they have this like adults expression I don't know Uh, I don't want to generalize I'm just talking about my experience and I'm talking about Delhi in particular Okay, this was yeah. just one way I was going to Rishikesh and I didn't get to stay longer. But but I did see it and it was a shock. And I mean, so so I get what you're saying. It's just like, you know things, but actually seeing it and that people like suffer every day and it's not something that is going to change tomorrow. 
I, I, I think I know what you're saying. And, and yeah, and it may be shocking uh, for us who live in Europe. And, and, and I think that your experience is just great because I, I trust that it made you more grateful about everything. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, 100%. Yeah. It's like the things I was worrying about, now I'm like, really? Like, how could I even be bothered about it? I'm not saying that my problems were, were not problems. Like, I experienced them, and at the time, that was important for me. But, like, you know, like, when, back in the time, I was, like, thinking, oh, I don't want to do the laundry. I don't want to wash my clothes. It's too much hustle, yeah? Mm-hmm. When I had the washing machine. Now, <laughs> I have to, uh, you know, we don't have a washing machine here. I have to wash with my hands. So, it's like, I'm thinking, if I hear anyone else complaining about the washing machine ever in my life, I'll send them here. Just we'll just like slap them the in the face. You're like, yeah. come, come and experience it, you know? Like, we don't know how lucky we are with so many things. Mm-hmm. Actually. Yeah. And I feel like I met with so many amazing people here who are very smart and very intelligent and, and like, have so many dreams and wishes. And it's sad that they just cannot have it purely because they were like born here. Some of my, the students I have, they are between 17 and 25. So it's a high school kind of, mm-hmm. uh, it's a vocational school, it's a two years program. And uh, then the students will go to learn an apprenticeship program and get a skill of something. Maybe girls can do like something with cooking, like catering or sewing. Boys can learn about mechanics, something like this, mm-hmm. by, the, by their choice. And some of these students we have, they are like so intelligent. They could, like, I feel like if they wouldn't, if if they were from another country, probably they would have much more opportunities just because they were born here. Like, you know, not just Mm -hmm. even in Ghana, but in these villages here. It's really, I don't know. You know what I mean. Yeah. If they were given the opportunity, they could be amazing. Somewhere else. Lawyers. They're already amazing. uh, Yeah. Or astronauts. Who knows? Yeah. Who knows? And yeah. it's not a problem because I don't think everyone needs to be a lawyer. But just like what is said for me is that like even if they would want to, maybe I don't think they could because of the lack of opportunities here. You know? Yeah, because if you live in Europe, so even, you're like it's easier for you. Yeah. Even if you're poor, even if you're poor, it's yeah. you still have the opportunity to become uh, something to go study to work and study and we're talking about that this opportunity is not given uh, to them of course they will be like they are amazing and intelligent they will be intelligent and they will be their best like the best at at their job yeah Uh, and any job is valid but i understand what you're saying about i mean if they if these kids were given the opportunity they could uh they could do more yeah. yeah, and that's why actually I'm very happy to be part of this school. Uh, the school is called Trinity Art School because they are doing something to like uplift these communities, and I think it's a beautiful uh, idea and dream what's been uh, built here. So I'm very grateful to be part of the team. It's, yeah, that's very amazing. beautiful. You yeah. you are actually doing stuff. You're like you're not from yeah. afar giving one euro away. You are actually there. And it's like I mean, not all of us are cut out for that. And but I think I, you know, I feel like sometimes when people are talking about volunteering, we always talk about how much we give. 
but I think mm-hmm. I get much more because of the love of the students or like and the kids is much bigger than I feel like I could ever give them. You know, I think yeah, they gain a lot. Of course, they're teachers. But what kids I are teachers. is like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Kids teach you a lot. I work with yeah. kids, and yeah, they do teach you a lot. <laughs> um, do you think like were you prepared? To live in Ghana? Did you do you think you were prepared to everything that was going to happen? The cultural shock, the being in silence and and all that? Not for this long. Not for this long. Not for this long. I had some low moments, you know? Like I was supposed to stay here until last December first. So I was supposed to come for four months. Then obviously I changed my mind because I liked it so much. Then I was supposed to stay like for the full uh, school year until June mm-hmm. but then coronavirus came so my flight was cancelled and I'm still here and now I'm gonna stay to finish the semester with my students so during the lockdown period I had some very low moments to be honest mm-hmm. I wasn't prepared but I feel like I'm stronger yeah yeah you always learn what was what what was the most difficult part about it mm. so I, will, I could remember too, like last Christmas I had malaria, since then I had like two more times. And it was the first time, I think actually malaria is a bit overrated in Europe, so yes, it's bad, but I wasn't, it's not as bad as people think, like if everyone told me that if I get it I will die, it's not like that. Yeah, so, <laughs> but still, you know, being... I was quite sick. Being so sick, far from your family and far from your people, is not easy. Mm. And it was a Christmas period, so most of my colleagues even traveled to visit their families. So I felt very alone. And I feel like I really connected with my body. And I was just like very grateful how like strong is my body to felt to like fight something like this. Mm-hmm. So it was quite a good experience. Like I really trust my body more since, you know? Yeah. Because I was like alone and I was like, okay, I have to get out of this. And my family was awesome. They called me a lot and they were sending me love and my friends, you know. But still, I was here alone having that. Yeah. So, yeah that, was, that was quite a strong experience. Yeah. And you said you had two and difficult experiences. I, what was the second one? Yeah. The other, the other one was this summer during the lockdown. After a while, like I really, in the broth long time since I'm 20 but I always visit my family often yeah from you easy but the lockdown like the feeling of like having to stay here not wanting to stay here having to stay here is very different you know mm-hmm. and then when you come to a new country the first five months is all bubble wow amazing. everything everyone is amazing everything is amazing it's new everything is period, new. you realize the things you don't like that much yeah and then I think for a period you're just not enjoying it that much, but then again you go back high and start to like balance the two because you realize that all countries have good and bad. I experienced it everywhere I was. Yeah. So yeah, so when the part came that what I don't like, and I was like, borders closed, I have to stay here, not many people around me, that wasn't necessarily that easy. I'm missing my family. So yeah. But again, I went down, but. I came up, came back up. 
Hi personal developer, thank you so much for watching this video. If you enjoyed it, like, subscribe to my channel and share it with someone you love. And also, don't forget to activate the notification so you don't miss a thing. There's a new video coming every Wednesday and Friday. There's another thing I don't want you to forget. You can be the boss of your brain. Yes, you can. See you next time.